Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on a mission to empower nurses to build meaningful careers and change nursing culture along the way. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all of the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe that it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because we are talking about a question that I've heard from a couple of you now, which is, how do you know when it's time to leave the job? And this is not an easy question to answer. And I know that this is true because I've had to go through this myself when I made a transition going from the ICU to an outpatient role. And if you've listened to any of my recent episodes, you know that I am very strongly contemplating going back to the hospital because I miss that setting so much. But I still think that it was an extremely important step for me to take in my nursing career. I needed to step back so that I could really start to move forward in this profession. But this same question, how do you really know when it's time, is one that went through my head a lot during this time when I was trying to decide whether or not to take the leap or stay where I was. And I know that you guys are asking yourselves these same questions because I've heard it directly from you or because I know so many of you have responded to polls where I'm asking, do you question if you even want to be a nurse? You know, do you question whether this career is for you or not? So many of you say yes. So many of you say that you're questioning things. So many of you say that you have not found your home in nursing. So many of you say that you've reflected and you're like, why did I even go into this profession that I know that so many of you are questioning things? And let me first tell you, if you've been following for any amount of time, you know that I have asked myself these same questions numerous times and I've reflected on them here. We've talked about it quite a bit on this podcast. So I can a million percent relate to these feelings and these questions and the struggle that happens when you start to ask these things. And just the lack of certainty when you're asking yourself, is it time to leave? So on today's episode, I just want to talk about a few things that I did that helped me make this decision that I hope might be helpful for you if you are starting to question whether you want to try something new, make a career change, or are just not happy where you are and are wondering what you should do to make things better. So first thing, I want you guys to reflect and make sure that it's actually the job that is making you miserable and it's not simply a lack of confidence in that position. This one is especially true for my new grad nurses or someone who's just made a transition to a different specialty because it's so common for us to question ourselves, to lose that confidence or just lack it altogether and feel like we just don't fit in that position when really all it is is that we don't feel like we're capable of doing the job that we're in and it's making you miserable, right? Instead of the job actually being the problem. So if you are in that position, if you are a new newer nurse or if you've just changed to a different specialty and are just feeling so overwhelmed with all the new skills and all the new 
terminology and everything that you're learning all at once, I want you to first work on your confidence as a nurse and then reflect and see if you still feel unsatisfied in your position. So first thing, just make sure that you you feel confident in yourself because it's very easy for us to mistake that for the job being the problem when it's really just that we need to build up that confidence in ourselves as nurses. And we'll have some future episodes on how exactly to build up your nursing confidence. This is something that I am working on myself. So as I'm in this journey, I will share what I learn and what works for me. But this is also a great opportunity if you feel like this might be you to reach out and find some of the incredible nurse mentors that exist in the nursing community that you can take a program from them or just do a little bit of coaching with them. Those sorts of things can be very helpful if you seem to be struggling with your confidence and you think that that might be your core issue. The other option too, if you don't want to use a mentor, is you can just reach out to members of your team. So your nursing manager, if you have a good relationship with them, if you have some sort of clinical educator or nursing educator or someone on your floor who trains the people who are new, that you can talk to them and just express this lack of confidence and that you're sort of questioning whether you belong on the on the unit or whatever it is. You can use those resources as well to discuss and sort of learn from them as well. And if you find nurses on your floor that just seem super confident, that's a great question to ask if they are approachable is how they gained those skills. So just like with anything else, use your team and use your resources that you can find in this community. There are so many in the nursing community that so many of us just don't know exist. So figure out if it's confidence first before you jump to conclusions about the job. So that's the first thing I want to make I want you to make sure of before you move forward. So before and after every shift that you're going into, if you have a moment to do it, you know, do it in the notes in your phone or write it down, whatever whatever works for you, but reflect on how you're feeling going into and out of your shifts just to see if it's that pre-shift anxiety that's making you feel like you're really miserable because it's often that we go into the into our shift and we're miserable because we're terrified of what we're about to experience. But by the time we leave our shifts, we're like, that was actually a great shift. I did I did awesome. But it's our brain sort of tricking us each time we're about to go into a shift to make us scared again that makes us feel like this is miserable when really we just need to work on that anxiety. So start to reflect at the be- at when you're going into and when you're done with a shift. And that's also just going to give you so much more data that will tell you how you're actually feeling day to day at this job so that you can make sure that it's not just, you know, a really tough week that's getting you down and making you question whether this job's for you or this position's for you. So start to do that reflection and go back through, maybe do it for like a week or two and just see what you what patterns you see in that data. And if you notice things, if you find if that you're asking yourself some of these big questions like if you're dreading going to work every single day, if you are only thinking about work on your days off, that you're worried about having to go back, that you're questioning why you why you are even there in the first place, if you're starting to use terms like hate 
in regards to your job. So many of us say things like, yeah, it's a job or, you know, I don't really like it. But when you start to switch to these words like, I actually hate my job, I hate going to work, I despise what I do, I'm miserable in what I do. When you start to use these very negative extreme terms to describe your job, that may be a sign that it's time to think about things and think about whether this is for you. So reflect on that. And if you constantly are wishing for an excuse to leave. So this is something that I found myself doing. And this is one of the big red flags for me that I was like, this probably means that this isn't for me anymore, was that I started to kind of wish I had these like good excuses to leave my job so that it would take the pressure off of me having to make the decision, right? Like, I don't know. There were so many people on my unit who were pregnant and had to go on maternity leave, you know, in a couple months. And I was like, as much as I'm not at the point where I'm quite ready to have kids, I was still like almost envious. And though this sounds ridiculous, but I was almost envious that they got to take time off. I know that they're not doing anything easy, but I had these sort of daydreams about that. Or there were people who had to take extended time off because of some issue at home, or they had to move. I constantly wished I was like, oh, maybe my husband will have to you know, change his job and move to a different state, and then I'll leave. I I only share this because some of you guys may be feeling that same thing. And you might feel ridiculous about having these feelings where you're like, I wish there was a reason I could leave that was easier, that was something w- that would make the decision for me. If you are even starting to think that way, I think that's a really big red flag that something's not right. So just start to reflect on those feelings. And if you can identify with these things, if you start to really just dread going to work every single day, if you hate your job, if you're starting to think those things, I think that that means that you might need to just start looking at what is out there for you. That doesn't mean that you go into your boss's office and quit the next day, but I think it's a sign that you should start to look into things and see if there's a better fit out there for you. The next question that I want you to ask yourself is whether you are you know, questioning whether you need to leave this job because of a toxic environment. That is a huge issue. And if that is what's driving you, that is a great sign that you should try something different. A toxic environment burns nurses out very quickly. This may be a toxic team. You know, maybe people aren't helping you out. They're totally unwilling to help you. Maybe they've isolated you. Maybe the unit is really clicky and you're just not fitting into those things and you feel alone. Maybe your leadership is pretty toxic. Maybe they talk behind the backs of their employees. Maybe they, you know, split the staff. Maybe they're just, you know, not approving any time off and they don't seem to care about their employees. That's extremely toxic. Or maybe it's just the culture of the unit altogether. Maybe it's a pretty toxic culture where, you know, nurses eat their young and that's kind of encouraged and it's sort of a seniority environment where you have to earn your keep and you know, the newest people are treated really poorly or whatever it is. If your environment is toxic, that's really not a place that you can grow very easily. And that's also not something that's easily fixed. So if you start to feel that way, if you start to feel like you're in a toxic place, I think that you should probably start to see if there's something else. Even if it's just transferring to a different unit, I think that that would help quite a bit if you're in that toxic environment. I know that in my current position, that is a huge problem for me, which is one of the reasons that I think 
that this position is not going to work for me long term. And I'm starting to feel like I'm ready to go back to the hospital because the environment that I'm in now seems to be pretty toxic. There's a weird culture that exists where people kind of turn on each other. There's a lot of talking behind each other's back. Even though I actually really love my team, it only takes one or two conflicts. It only takes one person who acts this way or a manager that's not supporting you. It takes one thing to make everything feel extremely toxic to make everything feel like it's a hostile place to come to work or a place that's not supporting you and that is extremely important in longevity of your job if you don't feel supported if you feel alone you can't grow and you're not you're going to burn out extremely quickly so reflect and see if that is the the problem that's driving you is whether there's a toxic environment going on in your position. So just to recap real quick before we move on, the first thing I want you to make sure that it's not just a lack of confidence that make that's making you miserable. If you've made a switch recently to a new specialty or if you are a newer nurse, this is definitely one for you to reflect on is whether your lack of confidence is actually what's driving you to feel kind of miserable. And if that's the case, work on that confidence first before you take a leap. Number two is to start to reflect after every shift to see how what your feelings are when you go into a shift and when you leave, because you may notice some really interesting patterns in that data. And number three is to determine whether it's actually the, the environment that's extremely toxic, because that is a huge red flag. The next one I want you guys to start to consider is if you have expressed some of these issues, if you've, for example, gone to your manager and said, hey, I'm actually very miserable on night shift. I don't belong on night shift and I really need to make that switch to days as soon as I can. What what are my options here? Or if you're having an issue with another staff member or something like that, some sort of conflict or a scheduling issue and you've expressed this to your leaders and nothing is being done to resolve the issues that you've talked about with them, that I think is a big sign that you may need to make the switch. If you are you know, confident enough to step up and talk to your manager about the issues that you're experiencing, and they aren't willing to give you that same amount of work in return to try and help you in that situation. If they aren't going to work to try and keep you, then, you know, maybe that's the sign that you should move on, that it's not a supportive enough environment for you, or that you're just not being heard or valued by your leadership. And if these issues are actually making you you know, want to change your job, if they're making you feel miserable every day you go to work, then it's totally appropriate for you to express these things to your leadership, ask for them directly. And if nothing is done about it, to find those things in a new position, to find somewhere that will accommodate your need for, let's say, day shift, you can find that position somewhere else if your current one does not value you enough to make those changes for you, or if they're just not capable right now. If you have a manager that says, you know, Ashley, I am so sorry, I don't have any day shift positions available right now, but I will make sure that you are the next one moved to days. If they can support you at least in that way, even if they can't give you everything you want right now, that at least shows you that you have a supportive leader and a supportive team around you. And so that may be something in their favor if you can at least talk to them about what's making you miserable, because I'm telling you, they can't read your minds. So it's appropriate for you to express to them when you're starting to question things. And I promise you there's another job out there. I know that it's scary sometimes to express that you're not happy because you feel like they might just like fire you or something. 
but there's another job out there and it's okay for you to, to tell people what you need when you're not happy in your position. This is also true for financial compensation. If you don't feel like you're being paid enough for what you're doing, it's okay for you to ask for a raise. This is something that women in general, we are not as good at this. I don't think it's something that we were taught that often. And I do want you guys, and this is something I'm a million percent working on, is my ability to stand up for myself when it comes to what I think I'm worth and how what my what I think my work is worth. And if you don't feel like you're being paid enough for the work that you're doing, I want you guys to start to express that to your leaders and ask for more. Ask for the raise, ask for the promotion if you feel like you are in a position that you deserve that. And I, I promise you, you do. If you're questioning whether you deserve a raise, you do. But if your leaders aren't willing to work with you, that's a sign that you've got a toxic environment or just not a supportive environment that's just not the right fit for you right now. And it's a sign that you may want to look into something else. And then lastly, I want you guys to make a couple of lists. The first one being a pros and cons list about your current position that you're questioning right now. So what do you like about this job? What boxes is it ticking off for you? And what things are really bad about this job or what's making you miserable about this job? I want you to make the pros and cons. And then the other list that I want you guys to make is I want you to reflect on the criteria that are important for you for your job satisfaction. So this might be a short commute. It might be that you can work from home. It might be a patient population that you like. It might be the pay. It might be the time off. Just reflect on the things that are really important for you in a job. You can even like list everything that's important and kind of rank them as well. And that's going to help you take that list of the things that you really need in a job, the things that are going to make you happy. Maybe it's a specific schedule, something like that. And then use that to look at that pros and cons list that you made and see how many of the things that actually are important to you are in your pros list. So if, you know, you really care about having a short commute so that you can be home with your family after dinner, if you really care about working, you know, five eights instead of three twelves, if you care about working with kids instead of adults, And you look at your list and it says, oh, I have like a 45 minute commute. I work three twelves when I want to work five eights and I work with adults and I really all I want to do is work with kids. If that's the disconnect that's happening between those two lists, that's a very clear sign that this isn't the right position for you. So just this is it goes back to that reflecting is making these kinds of lists, a pros and cons list about your current job and a list about the things that you are looking for in your ideal job. If you can look at these things and compare them and see whether this job even hits any of the things that are important to you, that's going to help you gain some clarity about whether it's time to leave. These lists are also going to be helpful when you start to look for new jobs because you can find the the jobs that actually check the boxes of the things that you care about most for your own job satisfaction and your own career path. Okay, so to quickly recap, we've talked about making sure that this is that your misery in this job is not just simply a lack of confidence, especially if you are a newer nurse or just change specialties. We've reflected before and after each shift for a couple weeks to see if we notice any patterns in those feelings or in those thoughts that we're having about our jobs. We are determining whether our environment that we're working in is toxic. We've expressed our dissatisfaction or the issues that we're having to our leaders. And we've 
reflected on whether they're doing anything about those things that we're expressing. And then we've made a couple lists, a pros and cons list about our current job and a list of the things that we would be looking for in our ideal jobs. So the question is, how do I know when it's time to leave this job? And all of these things that we've talked about, these five little tips I want you guys to start reflecting on, they aren't really going to just answer that question for you. But I think they're going to give you a little bit of clarity and a little bit more evidence about whether you should stay or you should go. This question is one that only you can answer. But if you are, you know, feeling miserable every single time you're going to work, if you're not being supported, if you're working in a toxic environment, if you're asking for what you need and no one is giving it to you, if you're not being heard, if you feel undervalued, all of these things, at the very least, I think are a flag, a sign to you that you should just start looking. There is absolutely no harm in seeing what else is out there. And if you just look around, you might find that there are so many exciting opportunities that you are actually so interested in. And that may answer that question for you. If you apply for a couple ER jobs, if you work in the ICU and you think maybe the ER would be cool, you apply for a couple jobs to get an interview and meet an incredible team, that answered that question for you. It's time to leave because you found something better. Or if you start to look around at other jobs and you realize, oh, these really aren't that compelling to me. Maybe I can, you know, fix some of the the problems that I'm having at my current job and just stay because I'm realizing that I'm actually happy. Great. But I think there's absolutely no harm in looking. And I think if you are even asking yourself, is it time to leave? I think that is a sign to you that it's time to look and see what's out there. What I can say from my own experience is that leaving the ICU, I think, was a really important step in my career. Did I jump into a job that I love? No, I didn't. I'm probably going to leave and I'm going to find something else. But I have zero regret because by taking that leap, it taught me a lot about myself in this profession. It allowed me to reflect on my reasons for being a nurse, what I actually cared about in this you know, career path. And it also showed me my value. I took a leap and got paid way more than I was getting paid in the hospital. It made me realize that I'm worth more. It made me realize that I have power in my negotiation. I have power in those interviews. I am valuable. And it opened my eyes to all of the opportunities that exist in nursing. When you are stuck in one job, sometimes we have these blinders on and we don't even see what else is out there. So if you're on the fence and I can speak from my own experience, I say try. Why not? If you, I don't recommend burning bridges. So if you're going to leave, leave on a good note. And hopefully if, I don't know, you leave and you're miserable and all you want to do is go back. If you don't burn any bridges, they're probably going to take you back because we need nurses. They're always going to need nurses and they really need skilled nurses, which you are. So ask yourself some of these questions, start to reflect and gain some clarity about where you're at right now in your career and in your profession. And if your current job is not aligning for you, if you are not happy, if you are spending most of your days miserable dreading going to work, then just look. That's all it takes. Take that first step. If you're questioning it, just look around. Work with a recruiter. See what's out there. There's no harm. You can literally say, no, thank you. I don't want the job and stay where you are and still just see. 
We work way too much and we work way too hard to spend that much of our lives miserable. So if you're starting to feel that way, I say take some next steps. I say start to look and maybe take that leap. And know that at the end of the day, if you feel totally alone, I'm here for you. This community is here for you. You have a ton of nurses around you supporting you, even if you're not getting that at your current position. So please always feel free to reach out to me. I love talking about this stuff. I love hearing where you guys are at in your careers and all the different paths that we take. I think that it's it's just an incredible it's just incredible evidence about how versatile this this career is, this profession is, is how many different directions we can all go and how different our paths are. So if you're starting to question things, if you resonated with this episode and you're going to start to take some next steps, please reach out to me. I'm happy to give you some resources, some advice about what I did in looking for new jobs or connect you with the right people. Or if you have a dream unit that you want to work on, network with your peers, network with me. I can connect you to people. Your peers can connect you to people. And that's the best way to get your foot in the door. Maybe talk to some people in your dream career or your dream position and see if that really is the best fit for you. And if you get to know them, maybe that's a connection that gets you the job. Who knows? But just take those next steps. Don't be afraid. I'm right here with you. All right, guys, I hope that this episode was helpful. I know, as always, <laughs> my signature move, we're a little all over the place. I feel like I tend to go on crazy tangents, but I hope that you got something out of it. I hope that if you are if you are questioning things, if you're here, that I hope you gained some clarity and I hope you aren't afraid to take those next steps for yourself. And if this episode hit home for you, please share it with your nursing friends who may also be questioning things. I think that if we can share these conversations, it'll normalize these feelings and normalize these questions so that we can all build our dream careers within this profession of nursing. All right, guys, I'm rooting for you and I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.